Good day, everybody. Connor McIver. Welcome to our real estate radio show. You know, I, I heard something the other day. I thought, I actually read it. I thought it was very, very interesting. It talked about buying real estate versus finding real estate. And it's never been easier to find real estate, right? To search for homes. They're everywhere. But buying real estate hasn't gotten easier. It's actually gotten more complicated and difficult because of all the lawsuits that have come about by people wanting to buy real estate that were slighted in some way, shape, or form. Of course, attorneys, right, they go and they invoke that person's right to have a lawsuit to sue these other parties. And then usually in a roundabout way, we get a new document, some kind of new disclosure. So that gets added to the pile of disclosures we currently have. And that pile is ever increasing. You go to a state like Oklahoma, for example, we had a motor cop that we represented in a sale of a property upon retirement in Aquadulce. He went to Oklahoma. Not very many pieces of paperwork there when he bought a few acres of land and an improvement, which was a house, right? He bought this in Oklahoma, not a big deal. To sell the one out here, we still had about an inch and a half. We're going to get into more details about disclosures, what you need to know. Let's go ahead and get into inventory today. This is, of course, housingradio.com. You can find all of our real estate radio shows there. I am Connor McIver, and I am your host, longest-running real estate radio show here in Santa Clarita Valley. I'm with REMAX Gateway, REMAX of Santa Clarita and Valencia, and I'm proud to be at your service. We're going to look at real estate inventory here in just a moment. But first, let's talk about some of the intro on today's real estate radio show, which had to do with searching for real estate never being easier. And there are a lot of listings out there that you can find online. With today, one of the things that you might want to be wary of, of course, when you are searching online, making sure those listings are the real deal. And yes, there are people out there that will place fake listings online to try to get what? Well, they try to get you to give up who you are so they can sell your personal and private information to those willing to pay for it. And who's willing to pay for it? Folks, we're being tracked everywhere we go. I'm not talking about in a conspiracy theorist kind of a way or NSA or Big Brother or government, but you go to the supermarket and you punch in your code so you can get that sirloin for a lot less than you would pay if you didn't have your phone number, if they didn't know who you were. So you punch in your code. Now the sirloin, instead of $10.99 a pound, you get it for $4.99 a pound, so you're proud of that. That data... Now they know that you buy sirloin and you buy toilet paper and you buy this particular type of toothpaste. And of course, with that, they have your address, probably an email address or at least phone number. They might be able to text message. Lots of different things they can access in order to check out who you are, find out what you've purchased and the like. With that, that's good information as far as the people that make products are concerned, the marketing and advertising companies. Same thing with with uh, having to do with real estate. You are putting in that information. You are punching in who you are. Maybe you're inquiring about a question, but you have some kind of a search habit. Maybe online on these non-SSL encrypted websites, maybe you're looking for information about three-bedroom homes that are listed for sale in the city of Valencia that are priced between $450,000 and $660,000. Maybe that's your comfort zone as far as purchase. Those systems are going to track that data. Be wary. The best system to search on would be something that's based on the multiple listing service, 
So there's an enforcement mechanism there. An agent can't take listings that aren't real and put them on there without some negative repercussions heading their way. The Board of Realtors enforcing and saying, listen, Mr. Agent, you put up a fake listing here. We're going to fine you, and if you do it again, we're going to remove your ability to be a licensed real estate agent and make money with regard to commission in the representation of buyers and sellers of real estate. You will no longer be able to be a realtor, which is a big deal. And that's the enforcement mechanism. That's why sites like scvnest.com, housingradio.com, those are actual multiple listing service websites that function within here's Southern California where we're headquartered. Now, searching for real estate, again, it's never been easier. It's the buying part where you're going to need that expert advice. In addition to that, when you do team up with a real estate agent, when you're ready for that decision, they should sit down with you and explain the entire buying process as far as how it works, the questions you should be asking a lender. On the other side of it, if you're trying to sell real estate, routinely we go into people's homes prior to contracts and we sit down and we look at the home, we give it a once-over and we explain, you will get your money out of this kind of improvement, you're not going to get your money out of this kind of improvement. This is how I would prepare your home best for sale. This is the, op- uh, the, the, the pros and cons of staging a home, hiring that kind of a design professional who will come in to your residence and give it a once-over and make those other decisions and explain to you the best way they can make your house appear even more wonderful than it already is by implementing a little bit of staging. Looking at Santa Clarita Valley, we do have 540 real estate listings active on the market. And as far as real estate listings go, that is a very low number. We've seen CoreLogic and some of the other research websites out there reading the news feed this morning. They are talking about how the Northwestern United States, they have uh, very, very solid price increases. In fact, they've surpassed the peak market values Back that were achieved back in late 06 and early 06 and even early 07 prior to the crash of the last real estate cycle. Here in Santa Clarita Valley, we're looking anywhere from 9 to 12% off peak prices. That's where we're sitting. We don't see a lot of big increases this time of year. We have more of a flat market. However, what's keeping it flat and maybe increasing depending on city and price range where that's still happening is having to do with the lack of real estate inventory. We don't have a lot of properties for sale. And here's the the reason why. Currently, people that are considering selling real estate, if they're selling and leaving the state, that's one thing. Usually the markets they go to are less expensive price per square foot wise than Southern California. And you can see that just by looking at realtor.com and looking at the price points, Southern California, Los Angeles versus... Franklin, Tennessee. You you can see big differences there. Talking about Oklahoma earlier, well, you can see big differences in prices there. Probably buy a few acres of land and a house for $225,000 in Oklahoma versus California. You want to buy a few acres and a house, you're over millions of dollars here in the greater Los Angeles area. Even a single family residence with no acreage, maybe seven, 8,000 square foot lot, maybe 1,200, 1,300 square feet in Valencia, zip code 91354. You're looking at somewhere around 480 to $525,000. That's where those price points are. And is that an inflated market? Not necessarily. The market is staying tight, however, because of the 
low interest rate, but more importantly, that lacking inventory. And there's still a very high demand for real estate here. However, like the, like I said, that fall away point for the sellers, not putting those properties on the market, the ones that want to move up here locally, number one, they're having difficulty finding something to purchase. So they do that little bit of research first, right? If you're thinking about selling your home, you have to figure out what your mechanism is. What is your why? And if you're selling it to move up, the next question to ask yourself is, well, what's available where I want to move up to? So let's say you currently have a house and it's you're thinking about selling it and you have a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of equity. So you look at your entire financial profile. You think it's going to be best to sell that property. So then you're walking away with 200000 to invest in another property. Or maybe you want to purchase something else. Maybe going in primary residence with less than 20% down on one. And then maybe using the rest of that money to buy a condo or a townhome to rent where you'd be break even or a little bit better. These are those options that you look at. But the first question is your primary residence. Is there anything like that for sale? Anything that you're comfortable with that you want to purchase? If there's a plethora of those listings out there that are in your price range, the homes that you want to buy, then great. Oh my gosh, that's very exciting. So putting your home on the market, that's you're going to have something to buy, so that's good. The other thing that sellers are looking at, though, right now they're at 3.5% as far as their interest rate goes on their home loan mortgage, on their mortgage. The best they're going to be able to do is probably four, four and a quarter on the next home. So that's the other hiccup point. They're like, well, gee, I have this interest rate. Is it worth me selling this home and buying something else at a higher interest rate? So they think about that. Questions to ask lenders in that regard. How do you buy down that rate? And what does it cost? What would it cost me to buy down my interest rate to 3.5%? We have a lot of lenders right now that are saying, that's not worth it. But again, look at those numbers. In addition, don't forget that mortgage interest deduction on your taxes. You're paying it in, folks. If you're paying, you have money going out to the government and you can write off a million dollars worth of interest in most cases. If, in fact, you're making that income, you might be able to write off a lot more than you currently are because now you have a higher interest rate. Those are things to look at when you're thinking about potentially selling and moving up. We have a great crash course on real estate. Love to talk to people all day long. You can find more information about me, scvnest.com. I'm Connor McIver with your housingradio.com real estate radio show. Please let me know if I can serve your needs whenever you're ready. Please refer us to your friends and family and, of course, yourself. I will be there for you, as we have been for so many other people, protecting your real estate interests course, one transaction at a time. I'm Connor McIver. Thanks for tuning in. Be safe. And if you need me, you know where to find me. Take care.